Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself. I'm a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development, and sales. Owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership training and personal professional coaching and consulting services. Certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. So this evening, I'm so thankful, humbled, and blessed to announce a feature um, by Glenn Dishes in her vision magazine. And this feature was, of course, of, of yours truly. You can check out the interview today. One of the questions I'll tell you guys that I was asked was, how do I define success? And I responded by saying, that I truly believe that everyone's definition of success may be different. In fact, your success journey will not look the same as mine or the next person. For me, success is a journey that never ends. I define success as knowing my purpose in life, continuing to grow and reach my potential, and empowering others for growth. You guys can check out more of this interview by visiting www.glambitiousim.com website. Or you can visit my website at www.empoweronpurpose.com and click on the Glambitious icon to be directly taken to that interview. So today's empowerment quote is surround yourself with people who empower you to become better. The author is unknown. Here's what I want you guys to do. Take a good look at your circle of friends or the people you spend most of your time with and ask yourself if they are empowering you to level up and become better, or are they discouraging you and feeding you with negativity? We don't realize just how much of an impact both have on us. We also don't realize how important it is to keep those who empower you and remove yourself away from those who don't. It's really that simple. It can truly be a punch in the throat when you realize that someone that has been there, maybe your BFF, that has been there for you for years or seem to believe in you for years until you start leveling up. And maybe you had an idea to launch that business or write that book, and you learned really, really quickly who was really for you and supported you, empowered your dreams, and who didn't. Let me tell you guys something. Life is way too short to surround yourself with people who don't believe in you and people and people you that perhaps want to keep you at an average or keep you mediocre with them. People who allow that fear to keep them from being, doing, and believing in having more in life and becoming better. There comes a time in life when you have to put those big girl and big boy pants on and make better decisions for you in your life. 
sometimes that means being willing to let go of those things and people that no longer serve you for your purpose. So let today be the day you recognize who you are and where you want to go. And choose wisely who you will surround yourself with. Remember that you are created for greatness. So without further delay, I am extremely excited to welcome my special guest to the show, Dr. Karen Townsend. And here's a little bit about Dr. Karen Townsend. Whether delivering presentations to corporate executives, conducting seminars for educators who are impacting the lives of diverse students, or encouraging visiting women to make themselves a priority, Dr. Karen M. R. Townsend is an inspiring speaker whose messages are timely and relevant. As president of K. Townsend Consulting, Dr. Karen works with leaders to create inclusive environments and build strong teams so, they can, so that they can effectively meet the needs of their diverse clients. Her goal is to equip professionals with the tools required to live and lead confidently. Dr. Karen is the founder of About My Sisters, an organization on a mission to empower one million women and girls. In 2018, her annual conference, Sisters to Sisters, celebrated its 25th anniversary and was recognized as one of the longest-running women's events in the United States. As an author and advocate for women, Dr. Karen's first book was inspired by her own quest to find, to find life balance. It all started when I stopped using lotion. One woman's journey from chaos to calm encourages women to take their time, time for me. Organizations across the globe are using the lotion book to support the professional development and career advancement of high-potential women leaders. I'm so excited to have you on the show this evening. Welcome, Dr. Karen Townsend. How are you this evening? I am doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I was listening to the motivational moment that you offered to start the show, and I thought, why am I the guest? You can do this show by yourself. So <laughs> thank you for allowing me to be a part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. So I just shared some of your amazing, amazing bio. Could you just share a little bit more about yourself in um, perhaps something that I didn't mention in um, in your bio with, with with the listeners. Well, I think you covered just about everything on the professional side. Uh, I'll add a few personal things. I am a wife. I've been married for thirty point five years. I have two daughters, a twenty five year old who lives and works in Brooklyn, New York, and I have a twenty one year old who is actually at home with us now because of COVID-19. And for anyone who knows me really, really well, I am the world's number one Prince fan. And so much so, um, I'll share this real quickly. When Prince passed away, I was actually working on a huge project for a client that I was to deliver the next day. And a friend of mine called me to tell me that Prince had passed away, and I was in utter shock and disbelief. And when I tell you I'm the number one fan, I am the number one fan. I called my client and I said, I, I need to let you know that I won't be able to come tomorrow because I had a death in the family. And mm -hmm. that is how I felt. That is what I meant. And anyone who yes. follows me on social media, all my clients, they know I am a, a Prince fan. And, and sometimes I think I can equate that to 
the passion and dedication we have to the work that we do. Because if you are mm-hmm. fully committed to something in your body, heart, and soul, then you work towards that. And as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a speaker, I try to bring that passion to everything I do. Absolutely. I just have to say that I'm a, you know, I was a Prince fan as well. But I think that's a great, you know, kind of segue into um, talking a little bit more about when you decided, you know, at what point in your life did you decide to start your own business and when did you recognize that you had that entrepreneurial, you know, spirit? That's a great question. And I have to be very honest and tell you that I wasn't a person who grew up with the aspiration to start a business. No one in my family was a business owner. And it all happened as a result of me looking for my next opportunity. I was actually about to complete my Ph.D., and I was working at a university at the time, and I didn't see my next opportunity. And I remembered someone saying, sometimes in order to move up, you have to move out. So I decided that I was going to start my own business. But I would I would caution your listeners not to do it the way I did it because I started a business with no business plan, no marketing plan, no strategic plan, and most importantly, no clients. And um, there's an old saying, God protects children and fools. Well, I'm not a child, so maybe I was in that other category. But I started a business, and I really am a person of faith, and I think it's because of God I was able to sustain it over these years. Um, I've been able to create relationships with people. My goal is to always operate in excellence, and as a result of that, my happy clients refer me to other people. But again, starting a business wasn't anything on my to-do list, but I'm so happy it's on my to-done list now. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that awesome? You know, sometimes, as you mentioned, things you know, may not play out or, like you said, it wasn't originally a part of that, that plan, but because it's you, you know, said, okay, I'm going to jump out. And, and as you, as you mentioned, in order, you know, sometimes in order to move up, you have to move out and um, you kept going and you didn't, you know, you didn't look back. So I, I think that is, um, that's, that's um, absolutely amazing. You also um, have a, a conference that you held or host and, have every single year called Sister to Sister. Could you tell us a little bit more about Sister to Sister? Sister to Sister is an empowerment event that we have been hosting since 1993. And it started because I was on the verge of a milestone birthday. I was about to turn 30. And I thought I was having a midlife crisis, but Now I know that that was my practice crisis because at 57, I've had the real one now. But when I was about to turn 30, like a lot of people do, I think women in particular, you start to question, am I at the point in my career that I thought I would be in? Am I doing the work I thought I'd be doing? Am I surrounded by the people I thought I would be with? And I just had a lot of questions, and I went to 
my sister friend, Lillian Johnson, who was also my boss, and she's also my sorority sister. Shout out to all the African Alpha women all over the world. I went to Lillian and I said, wouldn't it be great if we could put together a day just for women where we could come together and focus on those things that are important to us and have some open and honest conversations? And I took the idea to Lillian, and she said, well, if you want to do it, I'll help you. And we also had a graduate student in our office at the time. Her name was Charlotta Taylor. So the three of us got together and put together what we thought would be a one-day, one-time event for women. And we had a goal mm-hmm. to bring women together for a day, and it was, it was awesome. And at lunchtime, we had sort of an open mic event, and we just asked women to talk about what they'd experienced so far in the day, what they enjoyed, what their thoughts were. And one woman said, this has been so valuable. Can we do it again next week? And uh, Lillian and Charlotte and I looked at each other and said, well, maybe not next week, but, but perhaps next year. So what we thought we were doing for one day evolved into what will be 27 years this year. And as you stated in the intro, in 2018, we celebrated our 25th anniversary, and we've been recognized as one of the longest-running women's events in the country. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Sister to Sister is all about bringing women together to be empowered, and the fact that, that three women could start something that has sustained itself for 27 years is a testament to what we can do when we have a vision and a mission and we share it with other people who believe in that vision and mission. Absolutely. I love the fact that, you know, you mentioned how, you know, you collaborated with a couple of other other women and you guys, like you said, you had the, the mission and the vision and, you know, you guys put action to it. I think that is so important for the listeners um, to hear especially, you know, in this day and age where we have so many different, you know, women who want to start projects, start um, summits, start uh, conferences, and um, they don't have that team um, atmosphere or that team collaboration. And so that's – and the fact that you, you, along with the two other ladies, you know, did this so long ago and it continues – you continue to have success every single year. I think that is absolutely amazing and attest to the fact that it's much needed. Um, I can tell you that, you know, just being connected to some ladies that have attended your conference and hearing some of the great feedback that they have shared, like, oh, my gosh, this is definitely the conference that you want to go to. Like, if you don't go to any other conference, this is the one that you definitely want to go to. So um, I think that's um, that's absolutely amazing. And so let's shift gears a little bit to talk a little bit more about um, Dr. Karen, the author. So you have a book that um, is is titled "It All Started When I Stopped Using Lotion: One Woman's Journey from Chaos to Calm." Tell us a little bit more about. Um, you know, this this book and the inspiration um, behind it? Well, first of all, I want to, um, I guess, give a little additional information about the title. Uh, it all started when I stopped using lotion. Lotion is a metaphor for the little things that we do for ourselves. 
And what I find when I talk to women all over the country, uh, and I even had an opportunity to speak in a vet in South Africa, what I find when I'm talking to women is it is so easy for us to stop doing the little things. For me, it was lotion. But once you stop doing one little thing, it's easier to stop doing another thing and another thing and another thing. And before you realize it, you stop doing all those things that are important to you, that bring you joy, that give you peace. And so the the purpose of the book, the message of the book is to encourage women to make themselves a priority, to make themselves a priority, to unapologetically identify and do those things that bring you joy. When I when I speak to women, I often ask them to put their hands over their hearts and repeat this mantra. So I'm going to ask you to do it right now, Teresha. All right, put your hand over your heart. Are you doing it? And repeat after me, self-care, self-care is not, is not selfish. Selfish. Yes, self-care is not selfish. And if I can help one woman recognize that if she takes care of herself first, then she's equipped to take care of everyone else. Conversely, if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of anyone else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's okay. And I think it is something that we constantly have to be reminded about, um, you know, just in, you know, kind of sharing a little bit about my, my, uh, myself and, and me just having this aha moment or realization not too long ago, how important self-care is. And when we don't, you know, when we stop having those, practicing that good self-care and taking care of ourselves, how it, like you said, it affects us. It affects me as a mom. It, you know, it affects my attitude, my energy. It affects everything. And I had to pull it in like, okay, Jerisha, you know, um, you need to stop and spend a couple of hours, spend a half a day, even during COVID-19 where kids are running around the house and, um, you know, mom this and, you know, need this, need that. It's so important. You know, it's so important to carve out, block out that time in our schedules to um, practice that self-care. And I, I just, I think that is awesome. I love the self-care is not selfish and repeating that every single day. I think that we, you know, we do need to make that our our mantra um, and repeat it every single day because, like you said, so often we we're so busy taking care of everyone else that we forget to take care of ourselves. And I have can say, I can raise my hand and say that I am very guilty, have been guilty of that and just needing that constant reminder. So I definitely thank you. Thank you for, for that. So if you could tell us a little bit more about your um, your consulting um, business, K Townsend Consulting, and how you help others um, in your business. I do work in three key areas. I do a lot of work in uh, 21st century diversity, leadership development, and personal excellence. And I really am intentional about working with leaders who understand the importance of investing in their people. 
And what I have found is many times an organization will invest tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars into a product or a new process or a new procedure. But when it comes to their people, they're not so quick to make that same investment. And what I know to be true is you can buy a brand-new computer system, a product. You can tell people what the process is. You can introduce the new procedure. But if the people don't buy in, if they don't feel valued and affirmed, then any project that your organization is working on is not going to be as efficient and effective as it could be if you made similar investments into people. And ultimately, if we if we value people and do right by people, they'll do right by the organizations. We've all heard the old saying that people don't leave organizations, they leave bosses. And a lot of times people leave bosses because they don't feel that their boss, their supervisor, their manager invests in them as a person or uh, invests in them as a professional. So when I can work with leaders who get the importance of their people, then it's a really good connection. And I believe in co-creating any project because people will support what they help to create. And ultimately, I want to help professionals live and lead confidently. And for me, that's not just a catchphrase. I believe if you are equipped to do your job to the best, if you are acknowledged as a person, then you are going to function in ways that will be game changers, not just for you as an individual contributor, as a professional, but that in turn has an impact in what the organization is trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. And so along those same lines, you know, for your business, uh, K Townsend Consulting, what would you say is a long-term goal um, that you have for, you know, your, your, your business? I want to help leaders have a paradigm shift and move from the rhetoric that says our people are our greatest resource, but to create internal structures that truly reflect that. So we move from rhetoric to reality, that it's not just a catchphrase, it's part of a culture. And if I can be the consulting firm that equips organizations to do that, then that will will help me to believe I've made a difference in this work. One of the reasons I believe that many consultants get a bad name is because they go into an organization and they say, this is what you should do, and they get paid and then they leave. And one of the difference makers of K-Towns and Consulting is that we believe in a, a AAA approach, which is assessment, action, and accountability. And so we we collaborate with our clients to create solutions. We work with them to implement the solutions. And then we partner with them after the fact to make sure the recommendations that we've made are properly um, instituted. And if they need further support, we're always there to offer it. Absolutely. That's amazing. I love the, the, the triple A. Could you mention the triple A again? 
assessment, where are you right now, where do you want to be, action, coming up with the plan and implementing that plan, and then assessment, are we doing the things that we said we need to do. So as a consultant, Mm -hmm. I promise you I'm going to do my part. And as my client, if you do your part, then we will have success. But if you don't do what's recommended, you don't get to say, well, you know what, that Karen Townsend came in here and nothing changed. No, no, never, never, uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, as we used to say on the playground. We both have to do our parts in order for there to be success. Absolutely. Like you said, it is definitely a partnership, and um, that's that's good. I, I, I I love that. So sticking along with the along the business uh, line of things, what is the one thing that you wish you would have known when you started your business? I wish I would have known that there is no shame in asking for help, and I wish I would have been familiar with the concept of coaching. Um, I wish I'd known that uh, Michael Jordan isn't the only person who needs a coach. Tiger Woods isn't (laughs) the only person who needs a coach. Uh, Business Mm -hmm. owners and entrepreneurs need coaches. I wish I had known that. That's so good. That is so good. Because I think there are so many entrepreneurs that um, even now, you know, um, that are listening that is afraid to ask for help. And and I'm going to say that they're maybe afraid to ask for help or their pride (laughs) won't allow them to ask for help. And then on the other side of that, um, as you mentioned, just how important it is to have that mentor and coach, and um, I will say, you know, also for my for myself that um, I I did recognize it, but I didn't I didn't get one <laughs> when I first started. So it was like, okay, I know that that's just something that I need to have. Um, it's that going kind of tying in both, not you know, being ashamed of asking for help and recognizing the fact that I needed a coach and and to speak up. Um, and say, you know what, I can't, I can't do this, you know, by myself. I need to have someone that's going to help me, coach me through it, mentor me through it, give me that advice and, and all of that. And I think there's so many business owners, entrepreneurs out there now that it's still their story. And so I hope that they'll, you know, listen and, and speak up. And it's okay to ask for help because I learned that it, it takes, a team of people, you know, when it comes down to growing your business, growing your brand, and um, it's so important to have that coach, that mentor that's going to help you through that process in several different areas of of, of your life. Well, so I think sometimes you, people people don't seek coaching because it requires an investment, and mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with coaching, then you think, well, I don't want to pay for that or that's too much money or I can't afford it. And what I've learned is I couldn't afford not to have a coach. And once I signed up with a coach and became a part of a mastermind group, the investment that I paid for my coach, for the coaching program, 
I was able to recoup it in less than a month based on the strategies I learned. And it's not anything I could have done on my own. It was nothing that I thought to do on my own. But as soon as I was in the environment um, with other entrepreneurs of the of similar mindset and when I had the guidance of a coach, it was it was a, a game changer for, for me and for my business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I have to, you know, I would love to piggyback on that because same here, you know, when I recognize that the value um, in it, you have to invest in yourself and your business, especially if you want your business and brand to grow. Um, it, it was absolutely a game changer for me as well. And I recognized that I needed to have, you know, at that point, then it's like, okay, I need to have a, um, a coach in several different areas, not just, you know, from a business standpoint. Um, so, yeah, that's... Um, that is priceless information, absolutely. So what would you say has been the biggest accomplishment for you up to this point? Ooh. Wow. The biggest accomplishment. Well, last year, 2019, I was honored to be selected by Visual Voices as a, a Dayton skyscraper. And a Dayton skyscraper is a person selected based on their commitment, not only to their profession, but also to their community. And um, Visual Voices is led by Bing Davis, just a world-renowned artist. And to get that honor was very humbling because often – you can feel as though your gifts and talents aren't always recognized or appreciated, especially by people in your own hometown because, you know, they see you at Kroger or, you know, (laughs) mowing your lawn or at the beauty shop. And it's just like, oh, there she is. (laughs) But (laughs) being recognized for doing good work and also being recognized as someone who believes in and is committed to serving the community was a true honor. So um, that that was very special for me. And then also I was selected to serve on the advisory board for the Women's Future Conference, and that is put on by the Stevie Awards. And for people who may not be familiar, the Stevie Awards is a is a global organization that recognizes businesses around the world. So to sit on that board with women with just reputations and experience and um, just women at a caliber that I, I would have never seen myself in that circle, that was amazing. And then finally, I was recognized by the Dayton Business Journal in the category of Women's Own mm-hmm. Business of the Year. So I guess those three together to be recognized on a local, regional, and international level, for me as a, a person from very humble beginnings, it just mm-hmm. put me in a place of gratitude. I was being recognized, but I was so grateful I was so grateful to to have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And let me just say that, you know, I congratulate you on 
all of those amazing accomplishments and the recognition. Um, Thank you. I truly believe that you deserve every last one of them and more. Thank you. You're so welcome. So uh, we both know that, you know, of course, with businesses, there are successes and um, wins. Um, But at the same time, there are many, many challenges. Could you share, uh, whether it's from a business or personal level, what has been the biggest challenge that you've faced so far? I believe that the biggest challenge I have faced is probably COVID-19. And I say that because in the last several weeks, my business has come to a screeching halt because the nature of what I do as a speaker, as a corporate educator, um, as an event host, I've been in front of people. I've been in groups. I've been on the stage. I've been in a conference center. And at this moment in history, none of those things is possible. And I'll be very transparent and tell you when COVID hit and movement stopped, all my projects for the quarter were on hold. And having to be inside, I'm an extrovert, having to be inside and not being able to to move around freely, that coupled with my business stopping it was a it was a difficult time for me personally and professionally and and I'll just tell you I went into a mild depression and I say that out loud because maybe my transparency will help somebody else but I had to really take a pause take a step back and really focus on what mattered most and once I was able to do that I know that the whole world is being impacted by COVID-19, but we're not all experiencing it the same. And I'm blessed to be, you know, I'm sheltering in place, but I have a home to do it. And even though my business isn't booming like it it might be, um, all my needs are being met. And my family, mm-hmm. you know, we have food and, and all those things. So so even in the midst of a of a pandemic, um, that has been a challenge for me, but I heard someone say, and I, I want to get it right, it was something to the effect, don't miss the opportunity that a crisis presents. Mm-hmm. Don't miss the opportunity that a crisis presents. So the fact that I have not been able to go out and service my clients means that I was challenged to figure out how I can still serve them. So for the first time in the 20-year history of K-Towns and Consulting, I've been doing virtual program delivery. And I have to tell you, I'm the person who who fought against online education <laughs> training. I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that. You know, I have to be with my people. We need to be in the same room. we got to feel each other's energy. Okay, keep that up, Karen Townsend, and you won't have a business. So mm-hmm. I had to make a shift. And it wasn't anything that I wanted to do, 
Um, it wasn't anything that I was skilled to do, so I had to learn some new things. But this crisis presented an opportunity for me to learn some new skill sets. It presented with me an opportunity to find new ways to service my clients. Heck, it even inspired me to create a new course to offer my clients, mm-hmm. and it's all about helping them reconnect with their team members once they come back to work. So it has been a challenge. It has been my greatest challenge, but it it has also presented me with the greatest opportunities. Mm-hmm. That's so good. I'm sitting over here because I, you know, and I have a smile on my face because of the fact that, you know, just in what, you know, you sharing your transparency, um, about, you know, first when it, you know, when the COVID-19 hit and how you went through, you know, those different emotions. I think so many of us, and I know we were talking about this um, um, a little earlier, so many of the entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, I think went through that phase, you know, if you will, that it's like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do now? You know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, some of them, you know, kind of willed their way through it, prayed their way through it, and they said, like, as you mentioned, like, this is an opportunity. Don't miss your opportunity to, um, you know, opportunity through this crisis, um, especially to serve your serve your clients and, and still be there at a time when they need it, you know. And I, I will say that, it, you know, we're just talking with some of the business owners and entrepreneurs and even some of my own clients. They need they need us more from the coaching consulting standpoint, probably more so than they did before, because as we're feeling, you know, those oh uncertainty and oh my gosh, what are we gonna do as far as a business standpoint? Those that we serve, you know, they are just out there like oh you know not really not knowing what what to do or how to do it and you know how to move forward, and so. Um, you know, just going back to the fact that it, it made me smile because of the fact that, you know, you looked at that, um, and I thank you so much for being transparent because I definitely think that it it helps it will help someone else that's listening to know that it's it's okay to talk about the fact that you know this time, um, whether you're still kind of in that depressed mode or. Um, have were in that depressed mode. The whole point of the matter is to get yourself through it, you know, pull through it, and figure out what you need to do for your business, for your clients, um, so that you can continue to, you know, serve serve them at a time when they truly need it. If that means creating um, different courses, creating different products, I can tell you that I am. It just makes me smile because of hearing. So, so much creativity that um, during this crisis has brought so many opportunities for people that didn't even realize that they had it in them. Um, so it just it makes me it makes me smile and makes me um, you know happy to see that um, you know people are definitely you know business owners and entrepreneurs you know such as yourself are are um, looking at this and saying, you know what, this crisis is not going to keep me down or my business, but I'm going to pull forward. I'm going to pull, push through it and keep on moving despite of the uncertainty that, um, that lies ahead. So that's, um, that's, that's amazing. So um, the, 
empowerment quote that I shared um, at the beginning was, surround yourself with people who empower you to become better. Could you share with us what that truly means to you? Okay, I will give you an example. I talked a, a, a little bit ago about having a coach and being a part of a mastermind group. So I can remember the very first retreat we had, one of the activities, our coach asked us to write a check for the amount you want to generate in revenue over the next quarter. And I knew that it was a trick question. So I needed to come up with a really big number, right? So I sat there and I thought and I thought and I thought and I came up with a number. And so I wrote this number on my symbolic check and then we went around the room and everybody said their number out loud. Jerisha, my check was the smallest check in the room. And I thought, do, do these people really think they can do that in three months? Well, you know what? Not only did they think it, but they did it. And because I was in the room with them, it challenged me to do it and even do more. But I would have never on my own dreamed as big. And when you surround yourself with people who are leveling up, as you said, people who are dreaming big and doing the work, it impacts you. And, you know, someone said, if you're the smartest person in your circle, then you need a new circle. I believe that. I believe that. So surround yourself with people who empower you to be better. I completely agree. And I think it's something that we all need to do. Uh, you know, if you if you want to be the, the number one, I think that's important. But I think it's also important for us to, to look at the person who's doing what you want to do, and they're doing it at an even greater level. Don't be intimidated by it. Be inspired by it. And ask that person how they're doing what they're doing. Absolutely. That's good. That's so good. And so along those lines, I know that you've shared some amazing, um, you know, advice and tips um, throughout, you know, throughout this, this show. But if you had one piece, just one piece of advice that you would give to the listeners on how they can empower their own growth and success journey, what would, what would that be? Get a coach, ask for help, be a part of a group of like-minded people who are going to encourage each other and push each other, support each other, applaud each other. It's it's creating that, that circle of support. I believe that no one succeeds on their own, but you can surely fail all by yourself. And mm -hmm. the the difference between uh, success, however you define it, and non-success is the willingness to be honest about where you are and what you need. It goes back to the whole AAA approach that I shared with you, assessment, action, and accountability. 
And as a part of that assessment, it means being honest. I don't know about you, but as a small business owner, I know a lot of times people will say, well, how are you doing? How's business? And everybody says, oh, it's great. I mean, I've been guilty of that. Oh, it's great. And it was not great. It was far Mm -hmm. from great. But if I can say, you know what, here's a challenge I'm facing in my business. Can you give me any guidance? Can you direct me to someone who can help me? I think that is that is what will ultimately help you be successful. So it, it just goes back to what we talked about before, just getting a coach, asking for help, being around the right people. It said you're the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Look around to see who you're spending the most time with. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's so good. That's good. Thank you so much. Amazing, absolutely amazing advice uh, for the listeners. So, if you could uh, just take some time to share what um, what plans, any big plans you have for the future for your business, and you know what's coming up on the horizon um, for you. Well, I am very excited about a new program that I'm going to be launching in July, and it's called Lead Your Life. And it is a 90-day empowerment program. It's going to be a a group program for people who may be looking for that circle of support, people who are willing to learn together and grow together and encourage one another. Um, I'm really excited about that. I am working on a second book, which is called Confessions of a Superwoman, Real Stories from Real Women About Real Life, and it is going to be an anthology. So I'm going to be looking for other superwomen who are willing to tell their stories, and not just the story of your greatest success, but the story of your journey, because I believe that when we are open and honest and truthful and transparent, it gives other people permission to do so. And my long-term goal, my life-term goal for my business, and most especially for the work that I do with women and girls, is I'm on a mission to empower 1 million women and girls. And that sounds like a very lofty goal, but I believe if I empower you and you empower someone else and that person empowers someone else, then exponentially we will empower maybe more than a million women and girls. Maybe we empower the world. But I do believe in collaboration. I believe in women supporting women. That's why I do the Sister to Sister Conference. So those are those are some of the things I want to do with my business short term and long term. Absolutely. Awesome. And I am definitely looking forward to, you know, just staying connected and and um, learning more about some of those amazing things. But could you share with the listeners on how they can stay connected and, um, you know, support your efforts and perhaps even be a part of, um, you know, the programs that you have launching and the the book anthology that you have launching? Absolutely. For the conference that we do, we have a website for the conference, and that is sister to sister conference.com and it's sister T-O the letter T-O so sister to sister conference.com and your 
Listeners can reach me at drkarentownsend.com. Thank you so much. And then are you on any of the social media? I am. I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. And I just got an Instagram account, not because I'm a big idea, but because my daughters told me I needed to. So I have to tell you, I'm really old school. I'm really not into a whole lot of social media. Um, mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and and that's Absolutely. my truth. That's my confession of a superwoman. <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. You know, I have two um, two teenagers and a millennial, and they make sure they keep me, um, you know, updated on what's the latest and greatest on the social media platform. So. I, um, I definitely understand that as well. So I just, you know, want to take the time to, to say thank you so much for um, sharing your amazing story and journey. It's truly been an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show this evening. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. So, listeners, thank you for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest. Dr. Karen Townsend. Dr. Karen shared her amazing story and journey to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or event, please email envisioned, E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N-E-D-B, at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose.